0: You're listening to the Glass City Church Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Glass City Church Podcast. This is intern Justin Shirley, here with Pastor Jeff Lavalette. Jeff, how's your day been going? That's me.
1: It's been great. It's it's Monday. Um, Feeling a little groggy today, just because yesterday was Sunday, and... That's when that's when the church gathering happens, and so um I woke up this morning with uh no voice, and now I have one. Oh, so I feel good So you about found that. your voice i well somebody somebody found it for me and dropped it off.
0: Oh, I didn't know that they had uh Uber for voices, okay, or Amazon prime
1: oh yeah,
0: well, it's <laughs> April Fool's day uh and it is Monday, so let's just jump in, Jeff. Uh, So your sermon yesterday covered John chapter 3, 31 to 36, Um, and in your sermon you highlighted the divinity of Christ. Uh, Now, in so doing, you asked the question, how has your concept of Jesus grown and evolved over the years? This is your question that you asked. It is. Us. Uh, And so my question to you, Jeff, is how has your perception of Jesus changed since you became
1: a believer? That's a good question. Um, I was thinking about that a little bit uh, when I was when I was writing writing yesterday's sermon, and um, I, I think even before I was a Christian, I had a concept of Jesus that he was a nice guy who who was nice, but he kind of wanted to control my life and systematically remove all fun, uh, you know, because all fun was was frowned upon, and, and and you know, I mean, Satan's not dumb; he makes he makes sinning fun, you know. I mean, it, the sin is a fun thing to do at least initially otherwise we wouldn't do it because we are all hedonists and we we pursue pleasure and so before i was a believer before i had my eyes open before you know the new birth that that led to um you know actual spiritual discernment of spiritual things i just thought he wanted me to stop having fun and and uh and you know just kind of kind of be a Kind of be boring, honestly. You Ned know, thought, Flanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ned Flanders. I mean, I I studied pop culture uh, in college, and definitely wrote a paper on um, spirituality. This was before I was a believer. Spirituality and in, in pop culture, and Ned Flanders was definitely one of the stars of that. <laughs> uh, it was it, so was I think the guy from Seventh Heaven, uh, the dad from that, which apparently things didn't turn out too well for him in real life. And uh, no, yeah. Didn't. So, anyways, is that, uh, that you don't have a mustache? I don't, Yeah, so anyways, um, then uh, as a new Christian, I I understood that Jesus would erase my bottomless ocean of sin and help me overcome uh, these unhealthy patterns that everyone has when they're not following Christ. Um, But in hindsight, I think I still believe that I was saved by grace and kept by works. You know, there was was kind of a, just not not an unhealthy or, or unbiblical, but maybe just a uh, an incomplete understanding of sanctification an incomplete understanding of accountability uh and that sort of thing um you know i i thought that every time i sinned like like a big sin not like oh i you know i was speeding or you know i i ate the last piece of pizza and and didn't throw the box away or, but you know like Is a that big a sin uh, yeah Absolutely. Or when you put the toilet paper on, but you don't have the roll, the the, the, the free end coming over the roll, it's under the roll, definitely a sin. So, Dang it. I know. Um, so I, 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 I worried I'd fall out that. of favor with God. And, like, even some sins that, like, I, I would commit without even realizing. And then all of a sudden there'd be, like, this, you know, dun-dun-dun moment where, you know, like, in, in horror movies, like, the the camera, like, kind of zooms out on the background but kind of zooms in on the person. You know, that yeah. whole, like camera trick that's kind of what happened um and then over time um through understanding like the doctrines of grace and and sanctification and justification jesus um not only became lord and savior because that that was already established but but even that he was actually bigger than than my my daily problems you know that he was stronger than sins hold on me no matter what the sin was Uh, faithful even when i'm not Uh, loving in spite of my rebellion you know trustworthy in every season everything um, and then, you know, I mean, cause I've been walking with the Lord since 98 and it's what nine, so 21 years now, which makes me feel really old to say that. And I do have some gray hairs in my, in my little chin, chin beard here. Um, but, but I, I studied deeper into theology and worship. I was a worship leader, um, for, for a long time before I began preaching. Um, and I noticed that like one, You know, theology would inform worship and and worship would inform theology, you know. Um here's this son of God who accomplished and guaranteed my salvation and um you know, how can that not be a spiritual steroid to inject my worship of him and then, you know, worshiping the son of God by singing myself hoarse and living a life that pours myself out for him, how can that not drive my desire to know him more fully? And so there was this kind of like this synergy of that sort of thing, and uh, and then as I shared the gospel with others, and I got to see God save people, and see you know Jesus uh, finished work on the cross actually not just not just affect me, but affect others who a lot of them seemed really far from God and really unlikely uh, to be saved. You know that that fed into both my desire to grow closer to God and to know Him. And worship Him uh, more fully through theological and Bible Bible studies and things like that, and 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 just praising His name through through music and through just a lifestyle that is uh, not always perfect, obviously, but you know, as much as my my silly little brain could could comprehend, you know, I wanted I wanted my life to be about um, glorifying Him and and drawing closer to Him and seeing others draw close to Him, and so. That was kind of, that's kind of the the evolution of that for me, you know, and just just getting you know, the more you read the Bible, I mean, I'm preaching the book of John right now. I've read the book of John at least a hundred times. And every single week, you know, whether it's like this week, it's uh, 1 through 20, uh, it's John chapter 4, 1 through 26, I believe. Um, That's 26 verses. Yesterday, I preached on six verses. And getting into... John every time there's there's more and more and more, and there's things that you remember and almost relearn, yeah, and then there's things that you just you know kind of i mean the the whole quotation thing I talked about yesterday how you know the 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 quote from John the baptizer uh the e s v ends those quotes at verse thirty, but other translations keep them going and at the end of the day, they didn't use quotation marks in the original manuscripts. And so all of it is kind of like, I love kind of the tension there because it, it causes us to think critically, not just kind of read it and move on. And so, yeah. yeah, Uh, I don't even know why we got into that, but, um, that's, that's kind of the, you know, everything about following Christ is about growing and going deeper. And, um, and you never, you never hit, you never hit the, you know, the core so to speak, in terms of like, you know, if you're digging into the earth, eventually, in theory, as far as I can understand from my third grade education, uh, you eventually hit the center of the earth and then you start going out towards China or, you know, digging away to China. Essentially, um, I love I just love I love thinking about like I love Jules Verne, the whole like, you know, the uh, we don't need to get into that right now. You go through
0: the mantle and the crust, the crust, and the, which always reminds me of the tectonic crust. plates.
1: Yes. The stuffed crust of the earth.
0: Yeah, that's molten lava that you
1: would, mm. would die. You know what? If you try to eat pizza too quickly, that, that pizza sauce does taste like... I mean, yeah. you're not wrong.
0: You get that weird skin flap thing that oh, hangs on the roof of your oh mouth. Oh, my... I, I, I hate it. And then you get a, like, a hard
1: piece of crust and it, like, rips it off. It's the worst. And pretty soon, you just don't want to eat pizza anymore. Yeah. When you could have just, you know, not been a goofball and just waited a, a minute or two for, you know... for or put it, to, it in the fridge. To cool down. Like a no. sane
0: and patient person. Wow. Yeah.
1: Okay,
0: <laughs> you gotta you gotta find ways, man. It's a life hack. I feel like my brain's melting right now. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> this is your brain. Yeah. This is your brain on the podcast. Oh boy. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> so in in what you just just kind of re- not repeat what you just said, but to hit on some of the things you just said, you talked a lot about theology, um, and theology obviously, for well, obviously not obviously, but for those who don't know, is the study of God, mm-hmm. um, and <clears throat> because. We're talking kind of a more theological uh, podcast today. Um, We both know that uh, what you believe about Jesus matters eternally. You and I both know that. Um, But uh, for those who don't know, who is this Jesus and and what are essential things a, a person must believe about Jesus or must know about Jesus?
1: and uh apparently we're we're turning this podcast into a theological lecture uh for an entire semester if not an entire year. So I'm going to try to I'm going to try to cover you know the the essentials without um you know us going an hour and a half or you know me me trying to trying to bat bat outside of my league. I don't even know if that's a sport. I'm not a sportster, but um I mean essentially I think I think a really safe place to start is uh what do we need to know about Jesus what does Jesus tell of him? About, tell us about himself mm. That's pretty important I don't yeah. even have that written down here um Wow but I was just Off thinking the fly. That, yeah it's like you know who who does Jesus say that he is you know and what does the Bible say about him um but I think there's there's some there's some essentials in there that we can highlight here quickly and 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 the first one is that he's eternally God like he's always been um he didn't start existing uh, at Christmas, you know, in the in the manger. Um, he's always been, he wasn't created. He's distinct from creation. He is the creator, not the creation. Um, that's an important distinction, uh, because a lot of times people try to lop that together, and like, well, he was a man, and he was a good man, but he was, and that's just not nonsense if, if, you're, if you're listening to what he says about himself. Um, the second one is he's the highest God. You know, you'll read, and I think a lot of times, especially in the Old Testament, we read about, like, the counsel of God, and we read about these other gods, and we just kind of think that that's just you know, that was just silliness or something like that. And like, no, there are actually poetic. Other gods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, they're just using hyperbole there. No, they're yeah. not. Like that word actually means, you know, it's Elohim, and there's all you know, Elohim means of the of the heavenly realm, you know, of the spiritual realm. Uh, but he is the he is the highest, you know. He's like the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, the the you know the. All, all of those things. Those aren't, those aren't just poetic. Like those are actual statements about uh, his position um, among yeah. the Elohim. And so, uh, we, we can get into Michael Heiser later, but um, cause <laughs> that's you're, a whole another eight yeah, podcast. Yeah, he's, he's re- actually. Uh, I was one, wondering if we were going to go that way. I was one, like, oh no. One, one of our guys, uh, one of our guys. He's been a longtime member here. His name's Josh, and he, he and I have been talking a lot about this stuff, and we've actually been emailing with Heiser. Uh, trying to find a way to make an excuse to fly out to Bellingham to the Faith Life uh, um, <laughs> headquarters and actually do a podcast with him and interview him. Wouldn't that be cool? You want to yeah, go? Yeah, I know. I want to go. Yeah, well, you got to buy yourself a microphone because we only have two. So wow. um, that's okay. Doesn't he have? A, he's got to have a microphone. I don't think so. I think people give him. People provide the microphones for Heiser. So the second, yeah, he's the highest God. You know, along with the Father and the Spirit, Jesus is the highest God. There's none greater, none stronger. None more loving, more faithful, more pure and holy, more gracious and merciful. You know, there are lesser gods. There's counterfeit gods. Jesus tells us that there will be. You know, Paul tells us, you know, in the end times there's going to be, you know, all this other stuff. And, and, and uh, Jesus is alone worthy of our praise and trust and, and hope and adoration. So eternally God, the highest God. Third one, the, f- the fulfillment of tons of prophecy. Just tons. There's so much prophecy about Christ. I mean, those crazy guys who did the prove uh, it. Name one, right? Okay, um, that he would that he would have long feathered hair and uh, that he would um, because that's biblical. Yeah, right. And uh, no, but but you know, in, especially if you look at like the left behind guys wrote a, a, a Bible like a Bible prophecy Bible or a prophecy study Bible or something. Someone gave it to me like a year after I became a Christian, and I was like oh okay and and like i mean yeah there there's tons of prophecy in the Old Testament about the coming of Christ, but I think some of the conclusions that were drawn from that maybe get into some eschatological uh, interesting areas that maybe aren't super well defined or super um you know whatever so uh the jesus uh essentially the that Jesus coming to the earth was not a a an accident it was not a uh, just a quick reaction, you know, kind of a you know, knee-jerk type of thing that, that, that God had always planned all along uh, to send Christ. So he's a fulfillment of tons of prophecy. Um, the fourth one is he's the Savior of the world. Uh, anybody can come to Christ, you know, like it's not just the Jews anymore. We just got done making that point um, in, in in the middle of John 3, Um he's the promised one the old testament you know gives these not only pictures of christ kind of you know there's a little little christophanies is what they call them um and, and also kind of shadows of you know we see like christ is the is the greater you know moses david you know you name it um the types the
0: typology yeah 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 of christ and
1: so and i'm trying not to use t- uh, just just completely uh you know language that that uh you know is is uh inaccessible if you're not a theology geek but yeah so so uh number six he's the only hope for salvation that there's no other salvation that no one comes to the father except through him um that he's the only lord in the highest authority um that that God's plan for reconciling the world to himself is Christ um that's you know not not our good works um not some not some crystals or you know, dream catchers or, um, whatever else we like to hang on our walls that make us feel better. Um, that he's ruling and reigning even now at the father's right hand that in, in Acts one, he, he ascends into heaven and that he's, he's in control even now. It's not like he like went and like took some time <coughs> off, you know, like, oh, I just, just lived a perfect life for 30 years, then spent three years in, uh, in ministry and, and, uh, then I died and rose again. So it's, time time to uh you time know, to vacay. yeah I'm gonna hit sandals Jamaica and uh you know just just chill for a, a few millennia uh that he's actually ruling and reigning right now at the right hand of the father and then uh the last one is that he's coming again like that's that's something he promised that's something that we are looking forward to and so you know that's what we believe about Jesus uh, that's what the Bible tells us all of those things we we uh, we uphold um, the inerrancy and sufficiency and and inspiration uh, of the Bible, um, and that's what the Bible says about Jesus and many other things. But those are some of the like, when when I when I got this question, those were like the top ten things that that kind of stuck out to me. Yeah, yeah. See, that's a lot of stuff. It's and there's way more. There's way more, but but that's all we're going to include right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's I mean, that's a. I can't, I can't say it enough. That's just a lot of stuff. Um, so okay, so so now that we know kind of the the I don't want to say the essentials, but the essentials of who Jesus is, I'm going to throw you. A, <laughs> I'm going to give you this question. Are you ready yeah. for it? Yeah, man. Uh, so we we know that we hear that Jesus is the Son of God. How do we fit Jesus, or how does Jesus fit into the Trinity?
1: <laughs> if Jesus is both
0: God and man, can I can I say the Latin, please? Can I say the Latin?
1: You want to say the Latin? Yeah,
0: vera homo verodeus, deus, uh, which is truly God, truly man, as R.C. Sproul has taught me in my time listening to Ligonier. Um, who are God the Father and God the Holy Spirit?
1: Just yeah, no big deal. Here's another, this question another for softball you. Softball question. Yeah, here uh, you go. Really really putting my putting my logos Bible software to the test today. What's up, Scott Lindsay? All right. So um the doctrine of the Trinity is like seriously complex. I mean it's it's again, well, I'm aware. That's why I gave it to you. It's a it's a I mean, I think you can I think you can get an, an M div in Trinity. Like I think that they're I mean these these are things that people are uh, studying, you know, for years and years and still struggling to Use words to articulate, and so manage your, manage your expectations here, because this is a podcast in a in a small Baptist pastor's office, and, and I mean I'm not small; I'm actually pretty pretty decent size. But, anyways, um, yeah. So one God, three persons: Father, Son, and Spirit. You know, they're distinct and yet uh, perfect in unity and harmony, which is the only time you get three persons together, and there's perfect harmony. You know, I don't know if you ever saw Three's Company back in the day. That was not perfect harmony. You know, you get three dudes together and at some point there's going to be a power struggle. There's going to be hurt feelings. There's going to be you get three women together. Same thing. See, I'm not sexist. I say it about both. Um, You know, I know for me, you know, when it's me and I mean me and my two daughters at some point there's going to be someone's going to feel, you know, negatively about something, uh, whether it's me or whether it's one of them or whatever. Um, At home, we have three pets. We have two dogs and a pig. And it doesn't take long for there to be, you know, turf wars, power struggle. And yet we've got God, God the Father, God, the Son, God, the Spirit, and we don't have that. We've got them eternally. So way before we showed up and way, you know, and into forever, uh, that they are eternally glorifying each other, that they're eternally... Serving each other, that they're eternally—you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. this there's this beautiful picture of, un uh, of community that is untainted by sin, which just blows my mind because we can't conceive of it because we're sinful, and yet you know if I tell you to go get me a latte, you're going to be like, oh, who do you think he is? And yet God the Father says to God the Son, go to Earth, and you know he he gave him, he sent him, you know, and and die. You know, yeah. like that's just, that's, that's, we can't conceive of that. And so um, yeah. I say they're distinct, you know, the father sent the son. We know in John, John three seventeen. we just preached on it a couple weeks ago. So they're two distinct persons. While at the same time, part of the same Godhead, <clears throat> Jesus sent the spirit after he ascended. You know, he says, well, you know, it's good that I go away because when I go, I will send the helper, the spirit. So yeah. Jesus, God sent the Son. God the Father got, sent God the Son. God the Son sent God the Spirit. Um, you know, uh, Jesus and the Spirit are distinct, yet part of the same Godhead. Jesus died on the cross. It wasn't God the Father that, that died on the cross. It wasn't God the Spirit that died on the cross. Yeah. Um, now, a lot of times there's this, there's this theological kind of um, error called modalism where it's like well you know god's just operating in in this office right now and then he's yep. going to go and operate in this and like no because they all exist at the same time i think
0: that's the the fire ice and water example that people try to use I think wa-
1: water steam water is it is it it's like yeah, what did I say? Water, steam. You said fire. Oh, my bad. Yeah, you're like talking steam. about like the- No, I meant, I meant some steam. Marvel thing or something. Yeah, yeah. sorry.
0: Okay. <laughs> Avatar, the last airbender. Oh, my gosh. Um, no, I meant steam, uh, ice, and water.
1: <laughs> yeah. What? I don't um, know.
0: Anyways, I think that's the, that's the modalism argument.
1: Well, I mean, and you had like St. Patrick who taught, you know, according to like the three-leaf clover and all that. And it's yeah. Like, yeah, that's not really right, but we still have a day every year that everyone drinks in Poor excess. Guy. and. And forgets actually what he taught. But yeah, so... No big deal. Um, and then, like, even we talked about yesterday, you know, where, where you know, either John the Baptizer or John the author of the Gospel, you know, the, the Father gives the Son the Spirit without measure. You know, so again, there's this idea of one God, but three... Persons, yeah um, all the way back to creation, God the Father spoke everything into existence God the Spirit's hovering over the water and John 1 explains that in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God that's Jesus like these are super complex and really I mean honestly really fun to talk about and really fun to think about and study and grow in knowledge of because it just for me you know the more I learn the more I realize I, I don't know. And the more I want to know because this whole studying the doctrine of the Trinity is just fascinating. But also, you know, it's it it requires a a, a modicum of, of humility because you know the minute we feel like we've got God figured out, we know that we must be missing something because yeah. uh, we will never completely and totally and fully. It's a mystery. There are mysterious. Yeah, that's why it it blows my mind when when um I hear somebody say, well, you know, I'm not really, I'm not. I'm not a mystic at all, you know. It's like really so. So this whole Trinity thing doesn't seem a little bit mystical to you, yeah. You know, like the whole God becomes a man and dies vicariously for us. That doesn't feel there's not something mysterious about that, you know. And then applies somehow His righteousness to us and takes our sin. Like, like man, yeah. Let, let's be honest about the fact that this stuff is hard and it's and it's not always. Um, readily available to our limited human minds and we we do have to that's where faith comes in too i think yeah because if you can just understand fully everything approve everything fully and 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 there's there's no there's no need for for faith then uh what are we even doing and yeah. so and the last example is is from Jesus baptism we have the the son being baptized the father speaking at uh, and the spirit descending and resting you know if 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 that's not a picture of the Trinity, you know, I don't know what is. Yeah, you know, and then Jesus descended from heaven and added humani- humanity to his divinity, was sent by the Father, like I said, and empowered by the Spirit for his ministry. You know, and so we got this one in essence, but three in person, and they're all working together in perfect harmony. And and I think just because we cannot understand that fully as humans, um, sometimes that feels a little overwhelming or maybe a little intimidating, but it's no less true.
0: Yeah. Well, let me, let me ask you this: What are what are um, not causes, but what are, are, are our main opposition points to mystery? Because that's the thing that I think, especially in the in the, the evangelical world of Christianity, in the United States, like that's something that we struggle with is that idea of mystery. Like it doesn't, it should blow our minds yeah. that God became man. Like that should absolutely
1: just floor us, and it doesn't. Oftentimes, sure. Sure, I mean, I think we fear anything that we can't understand and control. Yeah, that's where fear comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, if we can't understand it, if we can't control it, that's that's when we start to fear. And our, and our knee-jerk reaction to fear is is to flee. Yeah, you know, or to fight against it. You know, fight or flight thing. Um, and so we we have people typically either rebelling against Christianity, trying to obliterate it from from any sort of public forum you know any anything like that or just like running away from it or or, or, i mean i don't know like or or just claiming oh it's just it's unknowable you know like you can't prove who god is i can prove science and even though science gets changed all the time you become a relativist and just everything's yeah because because it's like well i can't control this and i can't understand it and i can't make it submit to me and and i don't want to submit to it and so we either fear it or we, we 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 fight it yeah. and so yeah mystery and but even in the church like mystery does I mean, we hate tension yeah and we absolutely hate tension we want everything cut and dry we want everything you know on a you know we we, we want we wanted three points in a sermon to 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 wrap it up to make it feel safe and okay and um and i was just talking to who was i talking to about this today someone i was talking to about um about about the c.s lewis quote was i talking to you today no, I was no. talking. I was. I was. It was during a meeting. Um, we were talking about you know the whole uh, Lucy. I think her name was in the in the book, saying you know like is Aslan safe and and whoever it was that I think it was Mister Tumis or someone. I forget. Evan read those books in, in ages, saying, well, no, he's not safe, but he's good, and, and that that being you know and there's there's plenty of weird allegorical stuff that maybe doesn't make sense in those books, but. But to be honest, I mean that's that's a great thing to think about, Mister Coughing Fit over there. Sorry, is, is that is that you know, God doesn't have to be safe to be good. It's not necessarily safe to to delve into these things because we're gonna have everything challenged. You know, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have to live in tension because we're gonna have to you know, how how is Jesus fully man and fully God? You know, how am I justified but still sinful? You know, yeah. how, how who lives my spiritual life? Is it me or the Holy Spirit? Right, right. And you know, like end of the day, you know when Jesus comes back and the people that we, that we are are not going to be with because they weren't believers, you know, like, oh, how is that going to work? You know, and is Fido going to be in heaven with me? And like, and I, I personally, maybe it's just, you know, self, uh, <clears throat> self-assuring, but you know, I see, I see a lot of different animal things, you know, <laughs> like the lion will lay down with the lamb and the the rattlesnake, you know, will, the baby will play with the rattlesnake and won't get bitten and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, if there's gonna be animals in heaven, you know, I got to believe that my dog Joey's going to be there. did George
0: Whitfield say that his horse was going to be in heaven? Is it George Whitfield?
1: I don't know. I, Who rode this horse? I, I I, hope horses are in heaven because, like, I like that picture of, like, Napoleon Dynamite, like, riding up on the horse for Kip's wedding. You know what I'm talking about at the end? It's like I've a, never actually
0: finished Napoleon Dynamite. See?
1: Well, and it's kind of like a hidden scene at the end of it, like, after the credits. He's yeah, like, I wouldn't he's have watched like, it that long. I, 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 what is he, I tamed you a wild stallion or something like that. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, yeah, horses are. I love. Who doesn't love riding horses? That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's all I have to say about that.
0: Chariots of Fire. Oh,
1: thank you for that. Yeah. It's it's really nice. a, it was a gift from me dun, to you. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> we, we both just started doing that. That's really interesting. We were
0: going slow mo as we're running on a beach trying to save someone's life.
1: I don't ever want to picture either of us running on a beach, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, so we know, so, okay. So we
0: know who Jesus is um, and how, how Jesus relates to the Trinity. What do other people and in, in even religions uh, believe about Jesus? So, uh, so this question comes with uh, what are common misconceptions or, uh, or even objections uh, that non-believers, atheists, Muslims, Jews, etc. You can go through the gamut of of
1: yeah ists. And I'm definitely not speaking <clears throat> on this as an expert because I I mean I've done some studying of other religions, but mainly only to understand Christianity in their context. Yeah, like Ravi Zacharias wrote a book, you know, 20 years ago called Jesus among Other Gods, and I read that 20 years ago. And yeah. I mean, it was Ravi was one of the first authors I really got into because he he really thought on a level that I wanted to be able to think on. And so I thought, He'll well, melt your brain. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Hey, if you want to play basketball better play basketball with guys who are good, you know, not yeah. me. And so I was like, ah, Ravi seems like a good guy. And so, I mean, I, the, 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 the main thing is that they don't believe that he is what who the Bible says he is. Yeah. And that's, that's the, that's the, that's the only problem, you know, like every other problem stems from that problem because God gives us everything we need to know about Christ in his word. And so Muslims believe, you know, yeah, he was around, and, and he was even a prophet, and he, he, he didn't really die on a cross. He swooned, I think, is the is the way that they, you know, explain it—that he fainted. Oh, and swoon he theory. Did, he just never really died. Yeah, he just
0: walked to Emmaus after being stabbed in the side. I mean,
1: I know for me, like if I go to the gym after a couple of weeks, I'm not walking to Emmaus <laughs> the next day. You know, I'm, I'm...
0: seven miles after being a skirt. Yeah, and, that,
1: and that's just me, you know, trying to trying to lift those those fifteen pounders, man. But, um. Yeah, like you know, the Jews obviously rejected him. Um, you know, atheists. I don't know what atheists believe about. Jesus. They don't believe anything. Well, that's I mean, what they... the Bible is a fairy tale book that isn't really worth anything. You know, things like that. I don't know. You know, but either Christianity is true or it's false. You know, there's not this. You know, part of the Bible's true, part of it's false. Jesus was a nice guy, he just wasn't the Lord. I mean. C.S. Lewis again, who I, I I really don't quote that much anymore because I got tired of everyone else quoting him. But you know, he says, "You either a liar, lunatic, or Lord." Like, there's only three options. Yeah. If he's a liar, you don't want to listen to him. He can't be a good teacher or, or a prophet, not the prophet. You know, like the, yeah. like the Muslims believe. You know, if he's if he's uh, if he so if he's lying about who he is, why would you want to listen to him? If he's a lunatic, why would you want to listen to him? So you either believe he's who he says he is, or, or he's completely dead to you. Like you, there's not really this, well, I'll take some of what he says, but not other, you know, anything that actually has to do with disagreeing with me or my worldview or my my decisions or my lifestyle. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna reject that. But the part where he says I get to go to heaven, or the part where he says, you know, do not judge, or you know, whatever. Like that's
0: well, yeah, we're good at cherry picking.
1: Yeah, it's not a buffet, man. Like you got it's it's all or nothing. <clears throat>
0: it's a twelve course, sir.
1: Twelve? Why twelve?
0: I don't know disciples, twelve tribes. I don't know. I just went there. Mm. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> that sounds great, man. Yeah, twelve. I 12, like twelve.
0: Twelve course meal.
1: Yeah, twelve is a dozen. You know. It is. And
0: it's twice a half a dozen. <laughs> Did you know that?
1: Oh my gosh! We need to wrap this up.
0: <laughs> well, this has been the Class City Church podcast. <laughs> ah. Thank you so much for listening. We hope it's a blessing to you and yours. Yep. <laughs> we, uh, we ask that you subscribe on uh, the podcast apps that we have. We have we're have we on Buzzsprout. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes if you have an iPhone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, you can do that. Uh, all the cool kids are following us on Instagram and Facebook. We've got content coming out like it's going out of style. Uh, and... We hope that you have a good rest of your week. See ya. You've been listening to the Glass City Church Podcast. For more content or more information about Glass City Church, visit our website at www.glasscitychurch.org.